أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد محمد رسول الله اشهد ان محمد رسول الله حيا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولوطا إذ قال لقومه أتأتون الفاحشة ما سبقكم بها من أحد من العالمين إنكم لتأتون الرجال شهوة من دون النساء بل أنتم قوم مسرفون وقال تعالى قال إني لعملكم من القالين رب نجني وأهلي مما يعملون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم 
إن الحياء والإيمان قرنا جميعا فإذا رفي أحدهما رفي الآخر أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم Respected elders and brothers in Islam, as we get closer to Qiyamah, the test of Iman will increase, will take different forms, and the, the effort of shaitan will be that how, the effort of batil will be that how a, the person's Iman can be snatched away. And the, the forces of batil have studied Islam, they have understand Islam, and they know how to attack our iman. If we tell a person direct, do not leave iman, he won't leave his iman. Iman is very valuable to him. So they will, in a very subtle way, they'll use different efforts to snatch a person's iman. And one of the biggest different ways they snatch iman, what we refer to as iritidad dehni, this psychological apostasy, that a person, he's a, he's a Muslim by name, he's reading salah, but his mind, he has incorrect beliefs. His heart, there are wrong things which is entertained in his heart. One is not just being entertained, this is what he believes and he thinks. So one of the greatest tests is the test of haya, this test of modesty. The test where shaitan uses different forms of immodest actions to snatch away a person's iman. So a person will fall into those things. And eventually it will snatch away his iman, his, his ta'aluk and his relation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. إِذَا فَاتَكَ الْحَيَاةِ فَفْعَلْ مَا When you lose your iman, when you lose haya, and you lose this modesty, then you will just do as you please. That's a gate and a doorway to falling into many, many haram and evils. And one of the greatest tests in today's time is this test where they are pushing this agenda of this LGBTQ, IA++++. Now they this got a plus there, why? Because they're going to add more letters to it. They don't know which, what something, some pure person will come up with something, he'll add another letter to it. So that's why they have a plus sign, so it could continue. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us, protect our families, protect our progenies, keep us with this iman. The hadith says that a time will come where a person in the morning will have iman, by the, time, by the evening, he will lose his iman because of all these efforts. So we, we can see in the world how this effort is being pushed, this agenda is being pushed to so many levels. On government level, they are giving them rights and they are criminalizing those people who speak against it, those people who show any type of dislike to it, they become the criminal. Imagine a couple years ago, few decades ago, it was everyone in society accepted that it's something abhorred, it's something evil. Now today they want to accept it as being part and normal of, part, part of society. So this was an agenda of few philosophers couple decades ago, how we going to get this to be accepted in society. So one of the things is, they were going to go into government level, they're going to play victim, they're going to play as if we are born with these things. They must be accepted. These are our rights. And with different strategies they use, they use the media. We can see today in the media how this thing is being pushed. There's a whole month which is called the Pride Month where they pushing this agenda. 
you look at the adverts, you look at the big uh, companies, how they are pushing these, this agenda, look at it on sports level. In all the different sports, they are promoting this LGBTQ and the, the very famous players, they wear those armbands that to show that we support this movement. Now, these are all different efforts that they are making in the world. And they are trying to push it that everybody must accept it. Then you get these different types of cartoons. Children watch innocently. You think you, you give the child to watch some cartoon or to play some game. But that those messages are being put into that masoom child that this is something to be accepted. Many a times we take lightly. We are following sport, for example. And we are protected. But the children, that young masoom child, he grows up with that love for a certain player and that player now you find out later on that he's this person that has this type of inclinations and he's proud to say it now that child also thinks this is something very good and then he wants to follow that way so these are things that we have to be very careful of and if you really look at it that is this is against nature nature is that a person it's the opposites attract even if you take the magnets the opposites attract and the same it will it will distance from each other. So in this, this, the, the, sometimes they use this, uh, this uh, argument that we, this is the nature, they got no control of it. It's a feeling within me. And they say, I'm born with it. There's no such thing as that. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Kullu mawludin yuladu al-fitra. That every single child is born on the natural disposition. That he has the natural uh, likings and dislikings which are supposed to be correct in society. He is born like that. But what happens? Afterwards it is his parents or the environment he grows in that makes him change. That makes him now uh, have inclinations towards, for example, going into another religion. Person becoming inclined towards the uh, Yahud or being inclined towards the Nasara, or now becoming, getting inclination towards these type of feelings. This is because the way he is brought up. The environment he is brought up. So, a child, the thing is, fitra is that it's, it's against fitra. It's against the nature. You can, person cannot say it's, it's nature. It's something which I have. Even if it's a feeling within you, doesn't mean if you have that feeling, it is correct. So, someone has a feeling to steal, that means it's correct for him now. He can just go around stealing. You know, I grew up with this with me. I want to steal. I personally, he has a desire to rape. So he goes around. No one will ever say that's correct. So how can that be an argument to say that it's correct? That it's a feeling within me. We are born with it. But we have to look at who uh, the criteria is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is the one who will decide what is correct, what is incorrect. Insan, human being can't decide what is correct and incorrect. Because if insan has to decide what's correct and incorrect, then everyone will have their own decision. Everyone will make a different decision. And there will be chaos. There won't be any system. And the best way to have a proper system in this world is to follow the being who created this entire system. So, we look in the world, that Allah in, in this world, ourselves. A person buys a car, he buys uh, a car that takes petrol. For example, he buys a GTI. Now that car, he needs to take a petrol. So he tells himself, you know what? 
Diesel, it's low on consumption, and you know the price of fuel is going high. Let me go and put diesel in it. The person is silly. He will, he, he, if he does that, what will happen? It will. The car won't even move. It will damage the car. So in this world, we understand if a manufacturer made something, we have to follow the instruction, the manual. The VW will, uh, they will suggest this, this type of. Uh, parts to be used for the car, they will suggest this is how the car should be driven, etc. Different types of details. A person can't take a starter for another or alternator or any other part of the car from another vague model or vacant and put it here and expect it to work. It won't work. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is this being who has created this entire world. He's created us inside our bodies. So He knows what is best for us. He knows what is correct, what is incorrect. So a person cannot, we, as, we, as I said, in our, all the appliances too, a person today, he, goes, he, he has a washing machine at home and he sees this thing, washes clothes so well, then he put the dishes inside, what will happen? All the dishes will break. So similarly, Allah has created this body of ours, we have to follow the being who created it. He gave us the manual. The manual is the Qur'an, the example, the one who showed us the entire way how to follow the Qur'an is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then we have to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Hakim. Allah ta'ala is, every decision of his is full of wisdom. So Allah has made male, Allah has made female, and Allah's wisdom, is, he has said that male, female, they must get married, and that's nikah. A person cannot decide now, I want to, a male wants to get attracted to a male, or male wants to say, no, I identify myself as a female today. That, that is in, against the decision of Allah, against the wisdom which Allah has made for us. So every single hukam and every single thing of Allah Ta'ala is full of wisdom. We just look at our, our bodies, how Allah has made our bodies, this arm of ours. Imagine if Allah didn't create this elbow, this joint, and it had been straight. How do we, how will we eat? It's so difficult to eat, it will be impossible. Look at the hands. Allah has placed the, the, the hair on, you'll find many a times you'll find we have hair on the other side of this hand. Inside the palm there's no hand. There's no hair on this, the palm, the inside palm. Imagine if there was hair there. Time to eat, what will happen? Time to clean ourselves, the toilet, what will happen? So Allah Ta'ala has made our bodies, has made everything this full of wisdom. This full of hikmat and wisdom. So we will follow that which Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala told us because we know this wisdom. Sometimes we want to use our intellect and our, our brain. We, ourselves, sometimes we want to say, you know, sometimes a person thinks he's very clever, he's very mature, and he knows it all, nobody can tell him anything. But when it comes to smaller people in his family, his own children, he tell them when you grow, you'll understand. A lot of times, they will, for example, the child will ask for something, you won't give it to them. You give one child, you won't give the other child, and they will come object. You'll say, when you grow, then you'll understand why I did this, why I made this decision. Now you don't understand. Now, the child, when Ali give a nice example about this, and the same concept about understanding, he says one child, he, the smaller brother, he goes, and he pesters the bigger brother, he's playing with his phone. And then he goes, and uh, the, the bigger brother, just to let him go, let him, gives him the phone to go and play with it. So this youngster, he, while he's playing with the phone, he's drinking some Milo, the Milo falls onto the phone. So he decides, let me go and clean it. My, my brother won't be uh, happy, he goes and takes it in the tap and washes it under the tap. 
he thinks he's doing a very good thing. And then afterwards he sees memory is full. So he decides to start clearing the memory. He clears the gallery. He clears all his uninstalls, all, all his apps, the, all the data from his apps. Everything is deleted, all his accounts. Now how angry the, the big brother will get. See, you don't understand, you are silly. How could you do such stupid things? So a lot of times in life, we... We as ourselves apply it. We, we in life we must always have this principle. Our minds are very weak. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greatest. He makes decisions for us. And his decisions are full of wisdom. And we will accept every decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Never ever, we never ever rely on ourselves. Now this movement, one of the big harms that it creates in society, it breaks the family structure. So imagine if this thing has to become common. Then where will be where the generations will continue? If this had happened a couple generations ago, we wouldn't have been here today. So and then one one is that for procreation, Allah has made this this proper system. And then the actual family structure. Imagine a person now he wants a child, people in a relationship like this, so they go and adopt one child. Person having two fathers, we having two mothers. How does he grow up in that type of family? So having these the, the normal system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's a lot of khayr, there's a lot of hikmat in it. So now as we see that this thing, besides being portrayed in the government level, it's being pushed in media, etc., it's also being pushed in the schools. We know the CSE, Comprehensive Sexual Education, and they tell the child they have their own right from now. You have the right to identify whatever you want to identify yourself as. And the child says, I want to be out. In some places, the child says, I want to be a dog. He calls himself a dog. It, it's happening. We're talking about the same comprehensive sexual education. This happened recently, not long ago. In one school in Joburg, they were teaching, the, the, the teacher is teaching masturbation to the class. And then he asked everyone, did every one of you experience this? So one child says, I didn't experience this. So he gives him, he, give, he tells him, go take, he arranges for him to get for him. So takes him, go to the bathroom and try it out and see what it feels like. This is actually happening in South Africa in one of our schools. So we have to be so careful. We as parents, we have to make all these efforts to protect the iman of the children. The first effort is iman. Every day to speak, few minutes, speak about Allah. Speak about the hikmat of Allah, the greatness of Allah, the decisions of Allah. Then to have ta'aleem in the home and then to put them in an institute where we know the iman will be protected. And alhamdulillah, our Muslim schools, when it comes to this subject, they tackle it in a good manner. And the children are protected. Now if you send them to the wrong place, the teacher has got the incorrect ideologies. Imagine him pushing that onto the children. So we have to be very careful when it comes to this. And then we can make all these efforts. We can control the device usage of our children. That's very important. Best is not to let them allow them to have freedom of using these devices. But if they have to use it, we'll control it so that they don't end up falling into wrong things. Because we know the material online today, everything is easy. The amount of sin that is committed today has become so easy and the amount of sin that is being done is, is something that you can't imagine. So that is something very important, that we control the device usage for our children. We will make all this effort, the effort of iman, the ta'alim, but sometimes there will be challenges. So we have to continue making dua.
the dua of Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah mentions when he uh, when he uh, when he advised his people, he told them number one, Inni amalikum I disgust your people's actions. So we have to create the disgust for sin in our own lives and in the lives of our children. And then we have to make this dua, Rabbi najini wa ahli mimma ya'malun. That, oh Allah, you protect me and protect my family from all the evil actions that are taking place around every day. Make this dua. Make dua for yourself and for the family. Rabbi najini wa ahli mimma ya'malun. And the reality is sometimes feelings can come. There's feelings within a man for a person, a boy, to have a fee, to have feeling towards another boy. It may come. Shaitan may trouble him because of circumstances, environment, etc. He has to treat it. He cannot just leave it. It has to be treated. That's why Allah has blessed us with experts in all these different fields. We go to our ulama, we go to people who have knowledge on these fields and they will help us. So together with all these other amal and these du'as, we must also seek treatment and seek the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I would like to, to just read through some ahadith regarding the evil of these actions. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَعَنَ اللَّهُ مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلَ قُومَ الْوُدْءَ Allah's curse is on those who do the actions of Lut alayhi salatu wasalam, the people of Lut alayhi salatu wasalam. And in this way, إِذَا كَثُرَ الْلُوطِيَّ رَفْعَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ يَدَهُ عَنِ الْخَلْقِ فَلَا يُبَالِي فِي أَيِّنْ وَادٍ هَلَكُوا When homosexuality becomes rife in society, Allah Ta'ala lifts his help from the creation. He then does not care in which valley they are destroyed. Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that there are four types of people that are under the anger of Allah. Those men who imitate women, they want to be, become like women who identify themselves as women and those men who want to treat women identify themselves as men and then the, the third one is those who approach animals to fulfill the desires and the fourth is those who approach men men who approach men to fulfill the desires so I said I thought we with this last one two minutes discuss some of the objections that is this community makes and some of the answers so we discussed, I am born this way, therefore I should be allowed to act on my desires. So doesn't mean you are born with it. You must continue with these desires. As Muslims, we align ourselves to what is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then it is mentioned that this claim to say, we even mentioned, discussed this here, a person being born with a certain desire doesn't make it correct. Like for example, a person says, I have this desire to lie, we cheat, and then he carries on lying and cheating and says, no, I'm born with it. So one of the things they say is, they, this community is not harming anyone, so what's the problem? Number one, the agenda is not limited to personal beliefs. It is being forcefully promoted throughout society, from children to adults. Expressing opposition to these ideologies can result in criminal prosecution or being labeled a bigot. The agenda is closely tied to promoting sexual freedom, which can influence how society views and interprets sexual behavior. LGBTQ is beyond mere acceptance. It also promotes celebrating gender diversity, impacting public perception and social norms. So these are some of the different things. Another one they mention is, they say that homosexuality, one of the arguments is, homosexuality, sexual behavior occurs in nature among animals. Number one, it is mentioned that this is not true. It does not exist. Number two is, who takes animals as a blueprint? How do you decide that you, the animals do it so you can also do this? 
animal behavior, we don't judge our our uh, our beliefs and our actions from the way animals behave. And then we also mentioned this homosexuality will lead to self-extermination, not self-preservation. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects us, protects our families, our children. But we should understand the evil effect of this thing that is being put into the cell phones, into all these different uh, media that is being pushed onto, onto the youth in the schools, everywhere. So Allah, the important thing is we have to understand this threat and we have to make the effort. Basic efforts. Our deen is so simple. For every single fitna, we bring Quran, Iman in our lives, Allah will protect us. Allah has made Quran such that it repels all evils. It can never go together. A person reading a lot of Quran, it will protect him from this fitna, from pornography, from all types of evil. Those two things can't get together. A person is reading Salah, Allah says Salah will make stop him from this all this lewdness, this evil qualities. So you just simple things, just Salah and Quran, two things. Bring Salah in your life, bring Quran and the do it more excessively, all these other things will just be driven away. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to Inshallah, the ladies program will take place next week, Sunday, the 17th of uh, September. So we encourage all brothers that we pass the message to our ladies to join this program. And anyone who wants to contribute towards the, uh, the refreshments of the program can forward the contributions to Office Arif, Inshallah.